Oh, I'm a great listener. This does not concern me. But I really had to take the time to release my ego to the reality that I had room for improvement when it came to listening. So I realized this a few years ago when I came across an amazing conversation between Oprah Winfrey and Mark Nepo, a poet and philosopher. He is the author of the book, 7,000 Ways to Listen, Staying Close to What is Sacred. And when I heard this conversation, I had to accept that if there are 7,000 ways to listen, I definitely am far from being a great listener. Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me on Culture Flow, the podcast where we discuss how culture moves through us and informs how we move through the world. My name is Laurentina Maliza. I am an intercultural specialist and personal development enthusiast, and I'm here to help you become a great global citizen. So welcome everyone to episode 18 of Culture Flow. Today we are talking about the art of listening. So back on episode 12 about intercultural communication, we talked about the definition definition of communication and we explored nonverbal communication. So if you didn't get a chance to hear episode 12, just go ahead and have a listen now. So as a reminder, Communication is the act of transferring information from one person or group who is named the sender to another named the recipient. This communication can be written, verbal, nonverbal, or visual. So for this episode, we will be focusing on verbal communication and precisely on a part of communication that we don't always realize is very important, listening. We have two ears and one mouth so that we can listen twice as much as we speak. So this is a quote attributed to the Stoic philosopher Epictetus. It truly illustrates how difficult it is to really listen. So I'm sure some of you are thinking, as I used to a few years ago, oh, I'm a great listener, this does not concern me. But I really had to take the time to release my ego to the reality that I had room for improvement when it came to listening. So I realized this a few years ago when I came across an amazing conversation between Oprah Winfrey and Mark Nepo, a poet and philosopher. He is the author of the book, 7,000 Ways to Listen, Staying Close to What is Sacred. And when I heard this conversation, I had to accept that if there are 7,000 ways to listen, I definitely am far from being a great listener. So see, here are some of the things that we need to be aware of if we want to improve our listening skills. Our body language, the other person's body language, being becoming impatient while the other person is speaking, our thoughts, what we're thinking while the other person is speaking, 
and especially the ones that are quite judgmental. So in this time of COVID, in which we are forced to communicate remotely, video conferencing can be very tricky as it doesn't allow for us to really take in the non-verbal part of the communication, which as we've said before, is one of the biggest part of communication. Still, the principles of active listening remain truly efficient to help us listen better and ultimately communicate better. So see, here are some of those tips. Tip one, focus your attention on the speaker. One way you can show the speaker you are focusing your attention on them and, and one way you can actually focus your attention is by looking directly at them and not getting distracted by your thoughts or the vices, which does happen to us a lot in this age of technology. Don't pick up your phone. Uh, don't look at your emails. Uh, just try to, sh to keep your eyes on the speaker at all times. This is truly important, not only for you so that you're very focused, but also for the person speaking, for them to truly truly feel heard. I actually sat down for a coffee this weekend with a friend and her phone was ringing and I actually got distracted and looked at it and she didn't blink. She just kept looking straight at me and I've got to say it truly made me feel seen and heard. So this is truly important. So one of the things that can also steal our focus, apart from technology, uh, our tools, is thinking about our rebuttal. Just, what am I going to reply to this? Or just trying to guess what the other person is going to say next. Between you and me, I am still working progress when it comes to this one, especially the last two ones. It's really quite difficult for me um, to stay focused uh, 100% and especially have my, um, to be looking directly to, at the person at all times and also not to think about, hmm, what are they trying to say instead of actually listening or what are they going to say next? So this is quite important. That's an important one to work on. And I know how valuable it is in the communication because I've experienced it when being the speaker, and it really, really helps. So tip number two, show that you are listening. So the question may be, how can you show that you are listening, especially when you're speaking on the phone? So one of the things that I have mastered from my Rwandan culture is the art of accompanying each of the speaker's sentence with a mm, mm-hmm, mm, mm. So this is a short and sweet humming sound that politely and discreetly shows the speaker that I'm listening and I'm focused. Any Rwandan person will recognize that sound. And this is something that is a tool in active listening which I feel lucky to have inherited from my Rwandan culture. When you're in person, nodding also is something that can help. Uh, nodding to show that you're listening. 
uh, or this also helps in video conferencing. Tip number three, make sure you understand what you hear by saying it back to the speaker in your own words. So it can sound something like this. What I am hearing you say is dot, dot, dot. You can also ask questions to clarify, especially when they're taking a pause, a break in the conversation. What do you mean by this dot, dot, dot? So whatever it is uh, that you want to clarify with them, just ask about it. What do you mean by fill in the blank? So this is particularly important when emotions are involved. So when you are starting maybe to feel judgment or or feel judged or feel um, offended or any type of emotion that is coming up for you, it's important to clarify to make sure that you are understanding what is being said. Also, in intercultural communication, this is a very important step, especially when one or both of the speakers are not using their first language and come from different cultural backgrounds. So you might need to do that on a regular basis with someone um, who doesn't speak the language fluently, or if you don't speak their language fluently, you might need to really have them clarify regularly. Don't be scared to sound like you don't understand or that, or that you're bothering them. It's more important for you to ultimately know that you have understood the message, that the message has been transferred as it was meant to be transferred by the speaker. It's the most important thing in that moment. And finally, tip four, show empathy. So American researcher and storyteller, the amazing Brené Brown, defines empathy as a way to connect to the emotion another person is experiencing. It doesn't require that we have experienced the same situation they are going through. So this is a skill that we all have the capacity to develop. It's a skill that's really important to remember. And it's it's essential to communication, in particular when you're dealing with people from a different cultural background than yours, whether it's a different national background, whether they come uh, from a different region than yours, or whether you're coming into a new company and you have a new type of culture or a new team and you can find a new culture within that team. It's really important for you to be able to use that empathy, empathy to be able to communicate with people and to truly hear and listen and understand the message. So to sum up, Tip number one, focus your attention on the speaker. Tip number two, show the speaker that you are listening. Tip number three, make sure you understand what you hear by seeing it back or asking questions. And finally, tip number four, 
show empathy. So I trust that you will be able to use those skills in your communication and be able to have enough self-awareness, which is one of the most important tools as well in intercultural communication, being able to have that self-awareness and seeing where, how our culture, how our personality can influence the way in which we communicate and behave with others. And start there to be able to better communicate with others and to really, really listen. Because listening is the most important part of communicating. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Culture Flow. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, so to continue the conversation, just go to the comments on the Instagram page at Hello Culture Flow or to our Facebook page Culture Flow. So I'll see you in two weeks as usual. In the meantime, stay safe and stay sane. Thank you so much. Bye.